What's up, people? I think we live. Hold on. Let me just make sure um, I got that link up. Yeah, we good. What's up, people? Hotep Jesus, we back. Another Bitcoin debate. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties. Uh, the homie um, Bitcoin Zay is on the road traveling. Uh, he doesn't have his back backup laptop with him, so unfortunately, we weren't able to get him on this week. So I apologize for that. Come on, Zay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> so we're going to forgive him. We're going to try and bring him back next week um, to do this right. But we still got to give y'all a show. You know what I'm saying? We still got to. We still still got to show y'all some love because this is a very important discussion we have in a day. Um, means of exchange versus uh, store value, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So today today we got uh, the homie Crypto Blood. Some of y'all might be familiar. Um, and uh, me and him had a very awesome discussion on his podcast. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't interview well. A lot of people don't interview me well. He's right. one of the few exceptions that did both really well. And I was pleased uh, with how he did that. His podcast is awesome. Without further ado, Crypto Blood. How you doing, brother? What's going on, man? I'm good, man. I, I was I was ready to debate uh, your boy Zay, but uh, don't look like that's going to happen tonight. <laughs> We're still going to have a good conversation. But tell as the always. People, tell the people about the uh, Crypto Blood brand. Yeah, man. Um, I created the name in, in 2014, just set on it. Um, but I've been in crypto since early 13, like March to be exact. That's the earliest I got receipts of me going over to uh, BitInstant and copping Bitcoin from there. So uh. been in the game for a minute, man. And, uh, you know, just decided in 2017 to do a video uh, kind of documenting me um, going over to my dad's house to to help him finally get into Bitcoin. I've been trying to get this guy into Bitcoin at that point since 2015, bro. Okay. You know, and so. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah. So he finally was like, all right, give me the green light. I'm like, let me do a video, did a video, put it on YouTube. And it just kind of went from there, man. And uh guy named Cliff High saw one of my in-car videos, you know, Kind of blessed it and then it kind of just went from there man oh okay um damn so he's probably kicking himself in the ass not getting in in 2015. yeah yeah because the thing is bro and i know many people who may have uh either been in the game already or got in cryptos in 17 they got excited and probably got their friend, friends and family into it in 17. And you know what happened at the end of 17 going <laughs> to 18. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of people made a lot of enemies. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is. I, it's not the first time I've seen Bitcoin do that, though. So, I, you know, I was very cautious about getting people into Bitcoin. Um, but, hey, I mean, everybody was coming at me at seven in 17. So it's like you should have listened to me in in 14, 15. It wouldn't have mattered, right? Yeah, you still been up. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it was 
it's just I, I look at it like a speculative uh high volatility uh high volatility security. Yeah. And um, you know, I come from a very traditional investing background. Mm -hmm. So uh when the homies came and they said, Hey, yo, I'm about to get into crypto, da da da, how much should I put in? I was like, man, just throw like a hundred dollars up. You right. know, you don't wanna throw the bank at it. Right. And the homie was like, nah, I'm trying to get rich. I'm trying to get rich. I'm like, that's not really the approach you kind of want to have with this. You know, you want to stack sets a little bit over time. There you go. And uh, he went to the bank and um, uh, leveraged his 401k to get some cash and bought in. I think he bought, he ended up buying into an ETF too. So he doesn't even actually own Bitcoin. That's the worst. <laughs> so he's leveraged, he leveraged 401k to buy into an ETF or some shit like that. He basically he basically went to the bank, told him, hey, I want Wall Street to take my money from this Wall Street gangster over to this Wall Street gangster. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's you interesting. Know? And, you know, a lot of people missed out. I remember um, late 2017, I tweeted out. I said I sold. Mm. I, said, I sold. I sold. I sold the bulk of my stock. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh my God, you're crazy. You're crazy. And I was like, maybe. Nah. Uh, you know, I was like, maybe, you know, like, like, you know, you never know. Like, like I'm, I might be missing out on some gains. And I and, and I was worried, you know, I was like, oh, kind of felt sick to my stomach because it was still going up. And I was like, I lost out on some money, but I was like, nah, you know, in the if, in investor world, you know, if you up, you up, you know, you sell, you know, you're not down until you sell. And then sure enough, January hit and that price started coming down. I was like, I told you. <laughs> yeah, man. And I didn't really explain in the introduction. So my background is technical um, computer science background, but also I'm into finance, been trading for 13 years, uh, primarily FX. Um, I build uh, and create uh, automated bots, trading systems for uh, initially for FX. But about two years ago, I started with uh, Bitcoin and cryptos. Mm. Um, but you, you make a good point, man. It's when in trading or investing, bro, it's not realized until it's realized <laughs> it's all paper profits until you, what you did in 17, you realize them by securing the bag. You got to secure the bag. And so gotcha. even in 17, bro, I was telling people like, look, I was, I didn't sell all at once. I sold into the rally. Mm. So I was just selling into the rally all the way up. Okay. Yeah, because you don't know when the top is. That's hindsight. That's called hindsight trading. Okay. You look back and say, yeah, that's the top. But you don't. when you're in it, you don't know what the top is. Neither do you know when the bottom is. So my, my thing is you, you should dollar cost average in and dollar cost average out. Mm. The safest way to do it. Yeah. I, that's that's uh, a little bit of what I did. Um, the minimum investment that I did put up, uh, as soon as I got that back, I took it out. Yep. That's smart. You no, know, uh, so now you playing you know, house money. Yeah. I mean, it, it doubled rather quickly. You know, I think it doubled in like a month <laughs> yeah. and, I was like, and I was like, Oh shit, I doubled up. So I took my initial investment off yeah. the table just, just to show my, you know, just, just to know that I did, I can't lose now. Right. I'm playing with the house money now. Yep. You know, where yeah. some people, they would leave that initial investment in and then you could be down. I yeah. There's no way for me to be down if I took out my initial investment. Nope. 
So, um, you know, th- that's why I like talking about economics and investing because uh, a lot of people don't know about it. And a lot of people make mistakes. I was talking to Peter McCormick and he was telling me about the millions he lost. I think he lost like six million not getting yeah. out in time. Yeah, you know, I lost money as well, but I would have lost more if I hadn't. You, you basically, Hotep, you can never scrape the pot. You can yeah. never get it all. And the people who do get it all in the instance of 2017 were just lucky. Somebody has to be at the top to sell, right? It's just yeah. a, it's a probability function. That, I mean, it's someone, it has to be the person that's at the top selling. And someone has to be the person at the bottom buying. But right. that that percentage, that, that percentile is like one. <laughs> Most people uh. never get the tops and never get the bottoms. And that's you know, that's something that people should keep in mind. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, dollar cost average, you know, you hit that right on the head. Coinbitsapp.com, you know, our mm-hmm. investment model is based upon the dollar cost average. Yeah. You know, for anybody who's not, not aware, um, I'm an equity partner in Coinbitsapp.com, uh, started by uh, Maher and Youssef. Uh, and uh, we've had a lot of success with that company. And, uh, it's pretty much the safest way to invest is dollar cost averaging. You know, we do it for you um, automatically, you know. And your fees are flat, right? Dollar or something like that. Yeah, it's flat dollar fee, you know. Yeah. And some people complain. They say, well, you say a minimum of five dollars a week, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of high, you know. Um, yeah, that's 20 percent. A dollar is 20 percent of that, you know. Nigga, you need to so, put more than five dollars a week. And that's that was my point. <laughs> That's that was my whole point. I'm like, if you were to take, you know, two hundred and fifty dollars and put that on the Bitcoin and, you know, what are your network fees for that? Exactly. It's more than a dollar. Right. So you you got to play that. You got to play the fixed cost game with that. So, of course, if you put in five dollars in, it's not worth it. Wait till you can put in thirty, forty dollars or more. Now you're able to, you know, take advantage of that flat commission. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about the topic at hand tonight. I know we're going to yeah, have a come back next week. This is more like a, uh, you know, a, a pre fight preview. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't want you to unload all your ammo. OK, because he might do some scouting. Yeah. Know? This just yeah. might have been a little sneaky tactic by Bitcoin. Uh, I didn't think about that, man. <laughs> I know you West Coast cats. All right. <laughs> So, you know, uh, when I when I, I've been doing these uh, Bitcoin debates and uh, I've been hearing a lot about the tech, right? A lot about the tech. But it seems like to me, the tech is a result of philosophy and the philosophy really comes back to, uh, you know, uh, who wants a means of exchange and who wants a store of value? Yeah, that's yeah. real. That's the real argument here. Is right. Bitcoin a store of value? And. Is it a means of exchange? So yeah. as a noob coming into this space, how would you how would you uh, address that? It, it's, it's definitely a store of value. Um, and, and the thing is, man, it's it's funny because initially, like I said, I got into crypto 2013. Every the, the, the ethos, the philosophy of what Bitcoin is or isn't was still evolving. It was still being molded. You, you know what I'm saying? So we were figuring it out as it was coming along, as, as, as things were developing, as more people were entering the market, as we start to see how 
this new technology uh, behaved in, in the wild, in the free market. So it definitely was looked at as, as a means of exchange more so in the beginning. Mm. But I look at it as a gradient scale and, and we're going from means of exchange toward, uh, you know, a store of value. And that's that's the arrow of time with with this, if, if you want to put it that way. Mm -hmm. But I think the big issue, man, and I see even very. um very veteran like og guys in this game core developers in this game like big cats in this game that's been around still miss the point and i think they miss this point because they're more technical than they are uh understanding of what how money works right and monetary policy and mo how how that that side of it is is many times missed in this game and i don't blame them you can you can't be a jack of all trades you know um there's some really genius programmers in this game but they're that they're technical they're programmers they don't, and they don't get the other side and they think that uh all of these deflationary currencies will be able to uh replace um, not all of them but many of them think that it will replace the dollar at some point or you know will be utilized on a percentage basis higher you know be utilized as a means of exchange on a day-to-day -day basis and it's just pure economics that tells us that that won't be the case and like i said i don't want to go too deep into it but that's kind of the the thesis that's my dissertation right. you know so so uh a lot of the people in the bitcoin debates they always come back to satoshi's white paper that's what they always reference back to yeah and you know so in your opinion uh i guess it's a two-part question right is should we keep following the satoshi paper and do you think that's what satoshi intended uh bitcoin to be a store of value or you know what do you what do you think about that he probably did think uh or intended to be a, a means of exchange but again okay. a person can't predict the future and how a new asset class actually behaves in real world and in the real world it's turning out to be a me uh, a, a store of value and um just one point we can talk about as far as bitcoin being utilized in the real world think about this bro like if we had a bitcoin based economy right mm -hmm. how would banks lend bitcoin it wouldn't make sense would it <laughs> nah. if it's deflationary so basically in in the in the system we have now is a debt debt based system right if a bank lends money out the time value so they're them lending that money out they get paid in interest right that's how they get paid back because the difference right with bitcoin i'm i don't want to lend out why would i lend you something that i know will go up in the future yeah it, it, it's no incentive to it's no incentive so that's the that's the key point about bitcoin and it being a, it is a deflationary uh currency or asset but it per, it it basically it perverse like it, it just changes the it perverses the incentives for growth and investment i don't want if, if bitcoin is being used widely i'm not going to use bitcoin to uh for capital 
you know, to, to, to buy land, equipment, oil, whatever. So what ends up happening, man, is money velocity begins to lock up. People won't utilize it. They'll, they'll, and they shouldn't. It's a, it's a type of asset you should hoard. You should hold on and use as a hedge against fiat currencies, just mm. like gold, mm. right? You don't want to spend gold for your Starbucks coffee. Right. <laughs> and that's the analogy everybody's using nowadays is, you know, oh, you know, you can buy your coffee with this. And I'm like, I don't have a problem buying coffee right now. But no. And I'm, I do. I'm damn sure not going to. I'd rather spend my fiat money because I know it's going to be worth less in in the future in perpetuity. Exactly. Right. So why yeah. not get rid of this to buy my coffee versus using something I know will be worth more in the future? Right. Yeah. You wouldn't want to get rid of that. You'd want to keep that. Yeah. Um. So. Help me out to try and rationalize this. Right. Um. What happens to a value of a currency, uh, a cryptocurrency, when it's used as a means of exchange? Hmm. That's what I'm trying to, like, wrap my head around. Right. Like, man, that's a good question. I've never <laughs> been asked that question. So if, if Bitcoin is utilized, so you have to look at it two ways, man. I know I know back in the day when I uh, got into the game, uh, one of the second, no, third coins I really, in, in communities I really gravitated toward was Dogecoin. Dogecoin right. is, is a great community. They're still around. It's a meme coin, but it's, that just lets you know how a community, a community can keep a, a coin going. But uh, Dogecoin is inflationary. Mm. So if anything, you know, I don't think those will ever take off because it just it's a meme coin is not going to be taken seriously among the masses. But the use Dogecoin, you know, mm. uh, use stable coins. That's what I that's what I've been saying. Stable coins uh, is, is a cryptocurrency that will be utilized by people point of sale, e-commerce, brick and mortar online transactions that's that's what i see but to answer your question bitcoin being utilized on a daily basis what happens to the price god man that's a good question bro i don't it's even probably, know i'm thinking it, it would lose value let me see i mean it, so going back to what you were saying before right if i hoard bitcoin it increases value i wouldn't want to lend this thing out but if we're using this every single day and slinging around for coffee you're kind of just like uh the, the problem the problem is it would be if it was open-ended meaning the supply was open-ended because the supply is capped at 21 million there's still that limited supply aspect of it that forever will the market will price that or continue to price that in going forward so i still think it will end up going up as people utilize it mm. so, well, so now that i think about it so then we're thinking about like a world pre-fractional reserve banking, right? Mm -hmm. And what a currency is worth, right? So, you know, uh, you know even if we don't print anymore, mm -hmm. the value isn't exactly stuck to uh, the amount printed. No. Like, no. Just because My there's a finite amount of something doesn't mean it's going to hold, you know, a high value. Value is usually dictated by demand. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. You know, like uh, 
there's a lot of people that put out you know limited supply of clothing <laughs> that shit don't sell though <laughs> yeah facts yeah so, so i mean you gotta add that you gotta add that aspect or, or uh component to the scenario is it is it uh is it in demand in that scenario where people are using it every day i mean i would assume it would be right i would assume that let's say bitcoin cash right everybody wants to use bitcoin cash to buy their their starbucks that's another that's another topic we can talk about yeah all right so we're going to talk about that so i'm thinking to myself right if somebody's looking on their phone at block folio right and they see the price jump a thousand points you think he gonna keep using that as a means of exchange hell no <laughs> and that's the problem bro like what i'm what i'm talking about and what you believe in, it, it actually is a threat to all altcoins as well. Because if Bitcoin is a mean of store value, then that means the competitive advantage that all these other coins has or have is, is null and void because all of those are store of values too. If they're all deflationary, so it doesn't matter how quick your coin is. It doesn't matter how what your block time is. Doesn't matter none of that because the market still will dick will look at your coin as a means of a store value, I should say. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So it, it's a threat to Bitcoin Cash because it makes it it makes it just a purely speculative coin. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of hit it on the head earlier, you know, where you said uh the the Bitcoin. Satoshi's white paper may have said it was a means of exchange, but how people are using it, you know, takes it somewhere else. And it, and that really resonated with me because that's how I feel about marketing. I feel like you can sit here all day and say what your brand is and strategize how the marketing is and your product like OnlyFans, right? Like OnlyFans was for creators. That shit's for hoes now. Yeah, <laughs> like right. you can't predict that and you can't yeah. say no, you can't. You can't say, yo, like you got to stop using my product. Like, no, you created this product for us to distribute content, you know, uh, behind the pricing gate. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So when people try to sell, you know, all these cryptocurrencies based upon, you know, their speculation of what it should be or hopes of what it should be, I'm like, you can hope what it should be all you want. Just look, just look at the numbers, dog. Just look at the numbers. Money, the, the velocity of these coins going from wallet to wallet. Is is nil? Is all it, it, these coins aren't moving around like that? Nah, they're they're they're, uh, they're circle jerking. Yeah, it, they're just on exchanges. That's where they are. Off chain transactions going back and forth, speculating. These coins are not being used. If they were, you would see. Honestly, if Bitcoin was being used as a uh, as a uh, what do you call it? Means of exchange then we would be gridlocked like like we were in 17 like the mm. the the blocks would be full and, and it would take you two days to get your you know what i'm saying <laughs> to yeah. get your coins across the network like yeah. it, the the data shows us that it's being utilized as a store of value and as speculation yeah so walk me through this right so people uh talk about big blocks right big blocks yeah. big blocks yeah if these blocks are so big, it is true that these blocks aren't full when they go out, right? Which which ones you're talking about uh, for um, Bitcoin Cash or for Bitcoin? Yeah, for Bitcoin Cash. Okay, yeah. No, so they're, I, they're, the blocks, their blocks aren't. I don't think their blocks fill up. 
so that you can actually close the the miner can close a block without it being full right yeah okay i figured that so yeah so they walk in so so they keep talking about these bigger blocks and i'm like so he's got a little space in these blocks you just take yeah. the space on the ledger sending money around to each other that's funny again it's just bitcoin cash is uh their 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 uh pitch right you know you know about startups and stuff their their elevator pitch or their one minute deck you know ain't it is not compelling it, it they need not. a different i don't and i don't even know what what other um what what else they could pitch as, as a competitive advantage over bitcoin because again i look at all of them as a means of storing value i'm not saying bitcoin cash is going to zero i don't i don't think it will because there's always going to be if there's a market humans are going to speculate in it right right and they got those billionaires back in it right right you know? so there there will be a value on uh bitcoin cash and it and it, and it actually may go up in percentage wise maybe a better investment in bitcoin right yeah you know, know how you know how i look at bitcoin cash i feel like bitcoin cash could be an on-ramp to btc right so it's like you come in you play around with this shit coin but when you're ready to be a big dog you invest in btc right because mm -hmm. you know uh there's advantages to having such a weak uh network uh, unbusy network in bch for example you got these twitter bots where i can say hey yo you know send a dollar in bch to such and such and he gets it really fast right yeah but when I, when we have a store of value ledger i don't think i want to be occupied with nonsense like that right, right? so right. i look at you know it's it's kind of like uh let the kids play with the shit coins and let the adults in the serious business happen on the on the on a big blockchain and I, and I think i think bitcoin cash is also one of their claims to fame and and one of their uh marketing pitches is that they're they're going to have smart contracts on top of their so explain what smart contracts are so they'll 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 essentially be able to create dApps that that you know compute yeah. different uh functions or, or does different things on the top of the blockchain other than just sending money back and forth uh, or, or, you know, like that. So, um, I think that's one of their things they're saying, Hey, you know, we're doing this versus Bitcoin where it is not a smart contract type of blockchain. Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I really don't get the whole, put the apps on the blockchain thing. Uh, it's, 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 it's actually going to be, I think bigger than Bitcoin. The, the whole concept of blockchain is is bigger than bitcoin what's the advantage of having an application on the blockchain um one advantage is is decentralized so you know no one person can um take it down right can can block it can't take it off the app store but i can block it from entering my app sure sure right. so if Absolutely. i have the app and you publish this piece of content to the blockchain you'd have to actually get access to the blockchain and you know have the technological uh resources to do so but if i wanted to block it from let's say uh you know bitshoot they can they have their capability to say mm -hmm. i won't show this content it won't be view viewable right right and so that's i, I had this conversation with uh, my man mike from uh, rethinking the dollar the other night on his show 
and I was explaining to him like over the past years, I'm I'm realizing like we were initially my concept of blockchain was fully decentralized. That's what that's what a block that's what blockchain is. And as I'm as I'm seeing as as I'm evolving my thought and my, my you know my process of thinking in this game, it, it it's not a binary event, Hotep. It's not centralized or not. Mm. It, that's yeah. not real world. In the real world, you'll have a gradient, right? And you and, and and the best platforms will have will be somewhere in the middle or or as as close as possible. Where right. because you can't have a, a, a blockchain that's fully decentralized and, and it be rolled out to the masses because then you have kitty porn on there and niggas just be <laughs> it'd just be all wow, it'd be wild, bro. It'd be so yeah. wild and, and you couldn't stop it, right? There's right. no checks and balances there. And so we haven't gotten to that point where um we've we've got the perfect solution, um, where it, and, and it's like right in the middle, but I think it's coming. Yeah, I, you know, I, that's my problem when uh, people sell these ideas and they sell it with this term decentralized. And I'm just like, shit ain't that's decentralized. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, and, you know, I've been guilty of it in the past, you know, because Same I hate centralization and um, I hate communism. Yeah. But, you know, as I get smarter about this and I keep doing these debates, I, see, I keep seeing inside the Bitcoin window more and more. Yeah. And I'm like, the more I look, the more centralized things look. Hell yeah. Bitcoin is very centralized when you could talk about hash power and hash, mm. you know, uh, three entities control 51% of the hash mm. power on Bitcoin and they're in China. It's nothing wrong with China. I'm, I'm not saying, you know, there's anything wrong with China as far as the people. Right. But um, many people do have a problem with that. And if they if they understood that, I mean, you know, um, I guess I put it to you this way. Um, I think it's a it's a human it's in our innate nate it's in our nature to click up mm -hmm. and collude right and so it doesn't matter what application you put us in you put us in a purely free market guess what we're gonna click up we're gonna collude together we're gonna try to corner the market that's human nature right right so right. It is what it is. I, I'm learning that too, man. Like I, I really thought starting out that this whole blockchain thing will have a day where it was truly fully decentralized. And that's in a real world scenario, that's not going to be the blockchain that wins. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So so expand on that. Why why don't you think it'll win? We we have to have checks and balances. We have to have some uh, some ability to um, if there's an error on the blockchain to roll that back to, to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To fix that. If it was fully decentralized, cause Bitcoin is not fully decentralized. If it were, if it were, if, if there were, uh, it was a fatal error on the blockchain, then we wouldn't be able to fix it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And you know, the other thing is, uh, this mining equipment's expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah. I used to mine. <laughs> yeah, I used to mine back in the day. It's expensive, right? So then you, so then uh, you know they say, uh, "Oh, Bitcoin Cash is for the people," and da 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 da. And I'm like, y'all still need, need billionaires to get your hash power because <laughs> that's where the power really is. You know, you say you want to empower people, you empower people from the mining. Listen, man, you know I keep it real, bro. Like 
most of these people that that shoot these side those type of statements and narratives they're just you know what they're doing they they're participating in the greater fool's theory mm. they want the next person to buy their <laughs> their bag at a higher price than they did <laughs> and it just keeps going up keep going you know what i'm saying that's yeah. all it is that's all it is man yeah it's not bitcoin cash not for the people yeah. uh none of none of it is, is purely speculative right now there are issues that uh the fiat monetary system um there are there are issues that bitcoin fixes versus the fiat system right and that's why sure. i'm a supporter of um these types of currencies they're not owned by any one person bitcoin and, and and bitcoin cash and stuff there there are some issues everything has issues everything is, is is no panacea in life right right everything is going to have pros and cons but i think that with bitcoin bitcoin cash litecoin any of these coins that aren't actually run by a central bank or entity a private entity mm -hmm. it's better than what we have now um and and we'll see that expressed in price going forward in the future so just head you just got to hedge your owning these currencies right now is just a hedge against fiat currencies central bank issued currencies yeah that's how i look at it you know i'm like i'm gonna hold on to this fiat note next year it's not gonna be worth the same thing it is right now so i'd rather risk it <laughs> on a speculative market yeah then to hold on something you know it's like either i'm gonna make money or i know i'm gonna lose money i could possibly make money but i know i'm gonna lose money holding on to this thing right you know so i try not to keep too much cash reserves i try to keep things in in assets yep 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 you know yeah that's how the wealthy get get wealthier you know they have assets they have very little cash you look at i know a billionaire here in the state in Michigan and uh, they don't have I mean relatively speaking you know he's got way more cash than uh, any of us will ever have but you take a percentage look at his portfolio how much is liquid very little maybe 10 20 maybe 20 percent max mm, yeah maybe yeah you got to keep because again money is to be used as a measurement right that's what mm -hmm. that's what money is a unit of measurement okay and it allows us to compare um goods and services unlike mm. unlike goods and goods and services that's the key point unlike goods and services yeah, so, so basically apples to oranges that we can fluidly exchange an apple for an orange with money right right you know this is worth a dollar and that's worth 50 cents there you can you measure go. You can measure the worth of things. There you go. Yeah, right. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's so important for people to know money. A lot of people say, you know, I want to get money. I want to get money. And I would say, do you know money? Hmm. Right. You got to know money to be able to get money. Mm -hmm. If you don't have any money education, you don't know what money is and what it's for and how it came about. I think it's a little bit harder to get money. Because once I learned money, it be, I don't know, something clicked. It just became easier to get money. Like right. knowing that money is fake emotionally motivated me. It's like, yeah. oh, if it's fake, then it should be easy to get. <laughs> right. We do place too much value on money. We we, we put it up in a high pedestal. Um, and it's easy, too, because money is a direct 
connection to us, our survival for the most part, right? To put food on our table, take care of our families. So there is, I don't want to downplay it. There is a very uh, high intrinsic value that money holds, but the concept of money is what people should tear down as mm-hmm. far as the actual dollar meaning something. The USD. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. That US dollars is criminal, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, so what do you think about the uh, Facebook coin and what they're doing over there? So I, I reported on when the, the day the white paper came out, uh, I did a video about it and uh, told everyone right then and there, this is not going to fly. <laughs> It's a direct competition with the Federal Reserve note. Oh, uh, is it's it? Direct, it's a direct competition. Mm. Yep. Direct so that, competition. So that's why they're coming down so hard on it. There you go. Mm. There you go. Now, someone on my channel posed a question and they said, well, think about this, CB. If they're coming at Libra like that, why aren't they coming at Bitcoin like that? Mm-hmm. And I and I'm like, it's not a it's not a threat to them right now. Yeah, it's not. It really, you don't even see many people, even at the height of Bitcoin, people still weren't touching it. Hell no. I, I was in um I was in North Carolina um visiting my boy down there, and we were at uh Top Golf. And uh, I'm at the, you know, this is my first time there. So I'm registering, you know, getting all set up. And she's like, what's your name? I'm like, Crypto Blood. She's like, Crypto Blood? How do you, is that K-R? I'm like, nigga, are you? And she was young. She was like 20, 21, young, bro. Not a, you know, Gen X or baby boomer. So that when I saw and this was in 2018. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, damn. Yeah, we still in the baby infancy stage of all this. We are. You know, like I even have, you know, I got a lot of boomers and conservatives and older folk that follow me. And I'll mention Bitcoin or we'll talk Bitcoin or crypto. And they're like, I don't I don't mess with that. And it's just like it's almost like when somebody would say, oh, I'm not messing with the computer when the computer yeah. first came out. <laughs> right, right. It's like, all right, well, you're going to be behind, right? Yeah. Like, for yeah. example, I had an aunt and she had a really great job. She worked there with my mom and uh, computers were getting phased in. Mm-hmm. And the lady goes, uh, yeah, we want to train you on this software. She's like, I've been doing this this way by hand for all these years. I don't need to learn no software. Mm. Well, guess what? She works at Target now. Dang. Yeah. And she had a really good job. All she had to do was take the classes. That that whole tip, that's what I fear, man. Um, getting older. I don't know if you do. Like, I fear not keeping up and keeping sharp, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we'll all get to that point. Yeah. You know, unless we continue to read, learn more, read more books, learn more. You just got to keep that going because the the world is forever. The only thing that's constant is change. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people, I've uh, had a lot of pushback from the crypto community. They said, Hotep Jesus isn't genuine. He doesn't really want to learn. Da, 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 da. And the truth of the matter is, nah, I need to know what's going on with this trend. You know, I, I need to know what's going on with this space. I believe this is a very important space uh, to stay on top of. And if I it can is. be hosting debates 
and be right on the pulse of this thing. Yeah. I think I'm in a really good seat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but I just fear about other things like what's what's coming in the future. Like I'm trying to stay ahead of this um, AI stuff. I'm, I'm starting mm -hmm. to learn, um, you know, about AI neural networks. I'm, I'm getting ready to really start trying to code and do that type of stuff um, with Tensor. Um, is that the so is that the, that's uh, the software that you yeah you can use to start playing around with neural networks and building those okay uh that's the future man i just don't know i'm, I'm scared the, of the future is the coding similar where they have arrays and strings and databases and so on or is how's this uh how is ai different from you know uh any other coding language oh it's still it's still arrays and Okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. But it's just the way you code it. The functions that you use um, allow you to set up these neural, these array, these, um, these neural networks, mm -hmm. layer one, layer two, and you got hidden layers and they all kind of, it's crazy. It's, it's through really using a lot of um, uh, calculus. Uh, but the great thing is if, if you use Python, Python has a lot of libraries that already does all the heavy lifting for you okay you can just import them bad boys and just call functions and boom 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 and you know you you out there so right you don't have to do a lot of the heavy lifting anymore i'm just trying to learn i want to know what's going on in these functions right 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 yeah that's the same with me you know i sell bitcoin and i'm hosting debates because i want to know what's happening in the blockchain right, <laughs> you know right, right. I, I don't want to be the same guy i was on rogan where they asked me you know about blockchain i was like i don't know shit about blockchain right you know? i knew it was a ledger but you know yeah. i don't know about sha 256 and right. you know a6 you know this is stuff i know now mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and that's another so ai that's something I'm I'm really trying to keep uh my hand and my paw my my finger on the pulse of, of and uh and and quantum man quantum computing okay that's, what's that gonna do for us that's I don't know man I'm scared I'm literally dude I'm kind of scared of the future <laughs> I'm kind of scared of the future like your boy Elon Musk said he you know he he does he wants regulation to be put in place to stop this stuff man because this uh among their peers and uh you know it's 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 moving fast man and so i don't know you know that when that came out a lot of people in the industry in in the in the crypto industry were like yo what does this mean for bitcoin um, you know yeah and i'm like to be honest with you i'm not sure like yo two three because it's not this stuff doesn't grow linear, linear, like in a linear fashion. It's exponential. It's exponential, man. It's logarithmic. It's like it'll creep up on you. You know, it'll. <laughs> and we we look up two, three years from now, and ain't nobody got jobs because they don't need. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. don't need jobs from a lot of the. And I'm not talking about remedial tasks. I'm not talking about the guy that's at Burger King flipping burgers or dropping them fries down yeah uh how can i take your order you know none of that i'm talking about like office mid-level mid to upper maybe even close to c-suite level jobs bro 
especially on the mark um the uh accounting side of things oh that's done (laughs) but even programming is going to be done yeah ai is going to be i'm telling you ai is going to get to the point where it will be able to program itself right you just tell it what you wanted to do and it's going to say okay give me one second (laughs) and it's going to with with ai and blockchain and, and ai and quantum computers it's going to you're going to have computer programmers pun intended like the computer is programming <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. so that's why i say I'm a little you scared know, for the future man that's why i say to my kids i say um you know two things you need to learn are sales and marketing and investing because those are two things that will probably never go away at least for yourself you always be able to survive with those if you don't have any sales skills i don't think you'll be able to survive this coming uh wave Mm. Um, if you don't know marketing, you know, because I think what's going to happen is we're going to move into a space where uh, entertainment's going to be our job. You know, we'll be you ain't got no jobs. So you got to entertain each other, you know, and your universal basic income. are going to turn into super chats for your favorite people that keep Fact. you out of depression. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, yeah. that's kind of partially why I'm doing this whole, you know, this 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 whole crypto blood and just enter- entertaining, educating people. That ain't going nowhere. Gambling, entertainment, and drugs. I need to become a drug dealer, man. Let's (laughs) let's link up, man. Let's do some. (laughs) Those aren't going anywhere, man. You see the proliferation. I mean, I don't smoke weed, but that's getting very popular. Um, You got a lot of the opioid. That is that's a that's a big issue. I'm not grouping weed and opioids together, people. I'm just saying, like, right. That is. You know, that's going to be big, man. Somebody said, uh, Crypto Blood, can you give your opinion on IOTA? IOTA. Wow. Um, I heard that um, they're making some moves, man. I'm, I don't keep my, pa- my my finger on the pulse on IOTA. Internet of Things, you know, they're supposed to be the blockchain for Internet of Things. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, don't, I, I think being that specific is going to be their downfall, like. You got to look at projects and blockchains. Uh, I'm a huge fan of EOS. Um, uh, you got to look at stuff like Hedra Hash Grab. Um, those types of railways, the, the the infrastructure type blockchains where you build on top of those are going to be huge. I think those will encompass a lot of stuff that may run Internet of Things, like Internet of Things may run on top of EOS or Hedra hash grabbing. So when you have these specific, really tailored made blockchains, um, I don't know the survival of those mm. long term, long term. Uh walk me through what's going on with EOS. Why do you like that? It's man, it's the, if you take a look at um blocktivity.info when you get a chance, you'll kind of see, and that's another aspect instead of people looking at coinmarketcap.com to look at the price of Bitcoin, go to blocktivity.info and you can see the utility of these blockchains. And so, you know, you'll be able to see the throughput. Holy cow. Yeah. How many transactions is doing a, a day? How many, you know, so. Yo, the, it's not even close. Not even close. Not even. Yo. And it's been, it's been like this for a year. And it's, and, and EOS 2.0 is coming out, which is going to be 16 times faster than this whoa hold on all right so just you know people that not looking at this eos is uh 
under activity. Activity here is described as a uh, number of operations on the blockchain during the last 24 hours. And that was uh, at 48 million. In second place is Telos. And that's at 3 million. And guess what? Telos is a sister chain of EOS. I had Doug, oh. Doug, I've had Doug on my show. He's actually coming back on creator of Telos, Telos, Telos. The creator of Telos is coming back on. That's a sister chain of EOS. So delegated proof of stake is what they're all running. And Tron should pro is probably third. Yes. Uh, third. Yes. Tron is delegated proof of stake as well. So delegated proof of stake is a very uh, good algorithm for smart contract blockchains. Uh-huh. Interesting. So I'm so, looking. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. So with EOS, man, you can literally run uh, games on it right now with uh, low latency under um, half a millisecond or a millisecond or lower in latency. Mm -hmm. um, so again, you know, those are, those are platforms that I think are ready for scale. Uh, and, and you'll see those types of blockchains really be utilized to create other things. Like you can run, I could actually run Bitcoin on EOS. Wow. So yeah. what's, what are they doing over there? So different from everybody else. It's, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the architecture. It's the structure of how they built it from the get go. Oh. They built it for scale oh. out the gate. Okay. Bigger Instead blocks? Trying to, no, it doesn't work like that. It's it's instant. Okay. It's, it's instant transactions. Transactions are free as well. So there's no mining? No. It's a proof. It's a, it's a derivative of proof of stake. Uh-huh. It's called delegated proof of stake. See, I got more studying to do. Yeah, check it out, man. But uh, EOS... There are others as well. Like I said, Hedra Hashgraph is not even a blockchain. It's a hashgraph. It's a DAG. So that's some that's past even EOS. Like that's like maybe the evolution of what we call blockchain, you know, going into 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 DAGs and and, and hash graphs, man. So we're early, man. And for people to think that, you know, I, I hear these maximists and, and various people talking. And I'm like, dude, I, I made this analogy. I said, you you sound like the person that said Netscape is the best browser and the only browser that'd be around forever. That's how the, that's how the that's how they look, man. Like you don't we don't know. We don't know what the future holds, and I'm sure it's gonna be much different than now in this blockchain game. So I don't say I, I just support the I support Hotep the the blockchains that are at the forefront right now. Okay. I'm not saying they're going to be there forever. I'm yeah. just letting people know, yo, this is what's cracking right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that, you know, people were saying that when I was into the space, oh, you know, shit coins is going to be gone. It's just going to be this. And just my own common sense looking at there some you go. people. Yeah, and common some of sense. The, yeah, some of the shit they say, and I'm like, it's never just one in a market, though. No, that's not a market. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's not a market you know what i'm saying that's not a market so yeah it doesn't work like that nah, i don't work like that bro. so i knew it was people trying to sell me or something trying Fast. to get me to greater fool theory i told you yeah they, they trying to get more people because they already loaded in they locked and loaded Right, you know right. what I'm saying? They're ready to go. They're yeah. ready to go. So we just need another hundred thousand of you hotep Jesus coming up in this month. 
<laughs> yeah. So I can sell to y'all like a hundred, a 10x higher. You know what I'm saying? So that's what they was looking at me like the guy that could pump the coin. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hotel pump this coin so yeah. I can get my bag on the yeah. dumbasses at. Okay. Yeah. I had a feeling about that. Because <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, I. I I started realizing, so I decided not to include one of the coins in my debates no more. I'm like, now nah, I'm not pumping this for you. You know, we're gonna be y'all play communist games. I'm gonna play communist games. There you go. Exactly, yeah. bro. Exactly. So I'm looking at this proof of stake. It says proof of stake is a type of algorithm by which a cryptocurrency blockchain network aims to achieve distributed consensus. I like that 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 term right there. Distributed consensus. Now look at delegated proof of stake. That's what that's what EOS, Tron, Telos, what they run on. Okay. Delegated and, proof of stake. Mm -hmm. Okay. Steam uh, Steam runs on that as well. BitShares, Steam, Steam it. Okay. They run a delegated proof uh, version of it, but EOS is a, a, a improved version of it that Dan Lammer created. So how do we break this down into layman's terms, right? So we know that with the other uh, the other uh, blockchain technologies, there's miners, right? So that's yeah. not called proof of stake. What's that called? Proof of work. Proof of work. Right, right. Oh, so so we work. have proof of work and then right. proof of stake. So in layman's terms, explain to me the difference because I'm still not getting this proof sure, of stake. Sure, sure. So proof of work is kind of what the term sounds like. Um, you've got miners, okay? They, they're hitting the block. They're doing these computations. And really the computations, the computations is just to make it difficult for, it's a competition. It's like a lottery. So every 10 minutes, there's a lottery essentially. And in that block, miners got to figure out what that number, what that hash is, right? right. So they're all mining, just doing computations for no reason, just, just to make it difficult. Right. So boom. First person that gets it, they get the reward for the mine, for the block mine. Right. Then, boom, we go to the next block. Right. So it's just, it, that's that's kind of in lay, in lay in layman's terms what proof of work does. Right. Uh, proof, of, proof of stake is more so based on how many coins like a master node has. So the more coins you stake kind of gives you weight and voting power on the block. How do you stake these coins out? Buy you take, well, yeah, you buy them and you buy them and then you stake them on the blockchain. So you got to lock them up. Essentially, you lock them up so you can't you you can't use them. But while they're locked up, you have that voting kind of like like that voting power. Basically, you know okay. what I'm saying? OK, so I'm the creator of EOS and uh, there's a finite amount of these coins. Of EOS, there yeah. is inflation. There is inflation. They're inflationary. OK. They're uh, so inflationary. They're inflationary. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. Now you just got even more complicated on me. So yeah. <laughs> and so and so is so Ethereum is is Ethereum is proof of stake. Is it? Yes. Didn't know that. Well, they're proof of work. They're moving to proof of stake. Okay. They're moving to proof of stake. Yes. Hmm. They're proof of work right now, but they're moving to proof of stake because they finally they realize which Dan Lammer and many others who built, who ended up building their smart contracts, not proof of work. They realized that proof of work is not scalable. 
So they're moving from proof of work to proof of stake, which I'm not too sure they're going to be able to do it successfully or in a timely fashion. That's why I'm not a big fan of Ethereum. Mm hmm. OK, um, I'm just writing down this question before I, my next question after this one. All right. So we're talking proof of stake here, right? Yeah. And uh I'm the uh, creator of EOS and I understand it's inflationary. So uh, I come out with a certain amount of coins in the beginning or right. And then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then I, how am I issuing these to an exchange to people? Do, are they buying them? Like what's like, how so, does the so EOS really got a big, um, is a lot of haters in the game and there still are, is a lot of hate for EOS. Okay. And you, you, you're a common sense person, right? Right. When niggas hating on you hard, if you got the whole industry hating on you, they're not hating on you because you're not a threat. Mm. They're hating on you because you are a threat. Right, right. <laughs> if you weren't a threat, you, they wouldn't even pay attention to you. Correct. So um. it's a lot of hate around EOS. They say it's centralized and this and that and it's a pedo coin. And I've had uh, Brock Pierce on my show a couple of times to talk about, you know, Try to clear the fud around him. It's a whole conspiracy. It's a whole thing about him. That's a whole nother topic. Right. But uh, so yeah, so they did a year-long um ICO. They didn't call it an ICO, it was kind of what did they call it? A token initiation event or something like token. <laughs> they didn't call it an ICO, but this is they, smart. Yeah, but they did a whole year thing and, and it essentially was a daily um auction. Hmm. For the coins 365 days their whole premise behind that was that back when the ico era was going crazy most big most small fish didn't get a chance to get the coins it was right. it was a lot of whales they they had their uh addresses white listed so they get right in right when the uh, when the smart contract turn you you know all that remember all that yep. so they were white listed out out the gate so they were getting the coins first and by the time you look up five minutes later, all the coins are gone and they all go to the big guy. Big yeah, guy. Yeah. So their philosophy was let's do a year long daily issuance of tokens. And it's um, it's in a Dutch auction fashion. Mm. So it, the, the price is not fixed. It's, it fluctuates. Mm -hmm. um, so it was it was done like that every day for 365 days and they raised four billion dollars. Wait a second. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. How, they, how much coins were they issuing? It was was it the same amount they were uh, making available to purchase every single day, or whatever got purchased got purchased. Um, two million two million tokens a day. I think it was. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Um, price stays flat during that one year period. No. Okay. Every window it was there were windows. Right. Every day was a new window. Hmm. So they were trying to let markets really just get at it, you know, and, and figure uh -huh. it out. So it was a it was an auction every day, and you bid it like you 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 bought wherever, and then be based on supply and demand, and only got tw two million in that window for the day. Yeah. It fluctuated, man, and then it locked up at the end of that day. It expired, and that was the price you got. Uh, if that makes sense, so you didn't go right. in. You don't go in like I'm gonna buy it. At, I want to buy it at X price. No, you just go in saying I want to buy these tokens. This is how many tokens I want to buy. Now I have to wait and see at the end of the day 
what price it ends up locking in at for that window. And, right. and I get that. I get the number. I get that number of coins um, versus Ethereum at that okay. price. If that makes uh, sense. Right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everybody, uh, ERC twenty shit. Yeah, the ERC. They're right. They were initially ERC twenty tokens, and then when they launched their main net, they they converted over and they're they're their own token now. Right, right, mainnet. right. Yeah. So walk me through the actual technology now, how it differs from the mining process um, or or I should say, because the mining process basically verifies transactions. So what is verifying the transactions on proof of stake style blockchain? Well, I'll, I'll speak on proof. I'll, I'll speak on delegated proof of stake, Okay, which is a, a derivative improvement over proof of stake. Um, delegated proof of stake, there are 21 uh, block producers, main block producers. Who are these people? They're voted in. By every day or every two, that? every two minutes. Oh, wait, 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 back up. This is, I like this. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? What do they call them? They're uh, block producers. Block producers. Yeah. Are they doing this with the same mining technology? Not it's different, but they they have their they have their setup, right? Okay. Their servers and you know, they spend money the on the infrastructure. Called? No, uh no, no, okay. it's not like that. No, 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 no. Okay. So they're they're um they set up their their servers, their infrastructures mm -hmm. and they process these transactions. Okay. In a in a round robin fashion. So no double spending can occur. So it's in a round robin fashion with with amongst the 21. Mm -hmm. So um, so these 21, they get voted in. Now, I, I will say because people are going to say, well, so wait, 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 go ahead. Transaction enters the blockchain network. Mm -hmm. All 21 approved the transaction or one? I think it's all I think it's all 21 have to approve it in a round robin fashion every two minutes. Um, every two minutes voting happens, right? To, to, right. To, to, to select who you can vote every two minutes with your tokens, the mat, you know, the, the whole, anyone who has a wallet can stake their coins with a particular proxy that votes for a B for, for various BPs or directly with a BP. Mm. And so I, I just want to forewarn you. So that's how the BPs you. get paid by the votes by no by processing the transactions they they get they get it's inflationary so they get coins from that and you can see oh. and that's the thing like you can go to the block explorer on eos and see what every person is making every you can see every bp what they make oh. down from 21 down to i want to say like number 90 i don't it fluctuates i don't know where the cutoff period is now yeah but maybe it's it maybe in the 90s but down all the way down to 90 something, don't quote me on that. They get paid a, a certain amount of EOS a day. Okay. That's where the inflation comes from. Yes. That's yes. not bad. That's not bad, yes. actually. But there again, you, we talked about it's pros and cons. Yeah. There, there, there's nothing perfect, right? And in the case with bit with uh EOS, man, like people have a con people and even in the community, they have a, a issue with what's happening with the top 21 bps so initially how it was designed they were looking to 
basically reward the people who um put the most or give back the most to the community so if if i'm a bp and i've created some type of dap that helps make it easy for people to do xyz on the network whatever in return you would think that the the masses would vote for you right they would stake your coin their coins with your bp so that you are higher up in the ranks and eventually you know you're in the top 21 but what has happened is people have come in with big money and they've pretty much kind of like bought their way into the top 21. Mm. Mm -hmm. and, be and because a lot of people aren't really voting with their tokens they're not they're just they're doing other stuff they're not they're not voting like they should like like we do here in america people don't be voting <laughs> <laughs> right uh but so these are things that that need to be kind of worked out and there are proposals about how we can fix that to not to incentivize or uh, lessen the incentive uh, the incentive for um how it's done right now but uh, i think like maybe 40 or 50 percent of the top 21 bps are in china mm. there we go again them boys be taking over bro <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and this uh, is what I'll be saying to like they be the, taking over on everything, man. Yeah, this is why I say to like the boomers, the conservatives. I'm like, yo, y'all gotta get up on this technology shit because China gonna be your daddy if you don't. They are, they already are, they already are, they already are. And I was talking about that on my channel, man. Like, you know, we I fall in into this into this uh as well, man. Like we 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 only get information that we get our 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 core our uh what you want to call it circle of competency is whatever it is right and anything right. outside of that we don't know about we don't know about so yeah. if, if i'm if i'm only being able to get information from within the united states not even mainstream media i don't even watch msm right but online there's still biases like any any site that i watch uh read or blog or whatever if it's in the united states it's most likely going to have some bias towards our viewpoint and we're not getting we're not getting the whole picture on what china is doing how they're positioning themselves they're making more millionaires every uh year or month than any it's crazy. they are going crazy uh. they're going crazy over there bro and there are issues of course the communist right. style but it is what it is they're getting so communism the, the the way they structure their their uh, whole situation is actually more e more efficient to scale and grow because mm. it's lockstep okay talk me talk about that so everything is coming from president g down so you move like a like a like a an army, our army, but yeah, the navy. You know, yeah, yeah. You move lockstep. That's why they're able to pivot, grow. Five G done, boom. That's done. They cracking with that for years now. They got the fastest railway system. You know, they're leading in every category tech, from a technological standpoint because they're able to to move in lockstep and and pivot and do things quickly without all the bureaucracy that we have here. How much of that do you, can you attribute to the fact that they have a homogenous society? Meaning what? They're all Chinese. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm. I think there's like a there's like a, a sense of pride hey. in Chinese. We're like, I'll die for my country, right? Whereas wow. you ask an American, like, 
will you die over this shit? And he like, wow, I yo, I hotel, I ain't never think about that, bro. <laughs> I think that's why communism works for them because wow, they'll die for China because China's for Chinese. Whereas America, I don't think communism could work for America because hell no, it wouldn't work. Yeah, we're, no, we're, it wouldn't work. We're a melting pot. We're a melting pot. We've got different ideologies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, over there, you, you're right, man. It is very homogeneous in in that fact, in that nature, because, dude, they most of them are atheists. So that's one thing you can check off. Boom. Don't have to worry mm -hmm. about all the ideologies and retarded stuff that come with religion. So that's yeah. boom. There, the advantage right there out the gate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they have yeah. same same uh, uh, spiritual beliefs, spiritual beliefs, same cultural beliefs. And they're under they're under uh, a dictatorship, a, a communist, you know, movement. So they're as much as we don't think it's fair how they treat people or whatever. Uh, I, I don't. Do you hear too many Chinese complain about their communist state? Well, they're not allowed to. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. A lot of that information gets suppressed. Like Maybe. you said before, we're in this American bubble, so we don't really know what's going on over there. Yeah, right? I... So, for example, they talking about they locking up Muslims over there. Okay. In the concentration camps or something like that. Yeah, and in the, in the organ harvesting and stuff. I heard about that. Yeah. So... I heard about that. But, like we just talked, we just talked about. Is that stuff over over uh exact? Is it is it kind of we put a little stank on it by the time we get over? Are we over exaggerating it? I mean, half of me doesn't disagree with the tactic, right? If we look at it as if we look at an organism, right? If as if we look at white blood cells in the body, if we have uh something that enters the body that's could be harmful, the white blood cells have to attack it, right? Yeah. If we look at America and we're being invaded by foreigners, we have to build a wall, right? Yeah. Any other country does it. Any other country does it. So when they when you see them rounding up these people, you know, the organ harvesting, I feel like, you know, is a little bit wild. But objectively, if I was an alien from another planet and I came and looked at that and I said, well, really, if you have these people imprisoned, uh, you got to squeeze all the juice out of them, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. got to get them for what they worth, and you might need some hearts, you might need some kidneys, and we got some good ones right here, so take them shits. We don't care about these motherfuckers. Right. You know, like, I do right. sympathize with them, but that's yeah, why China's I, I, a strong I'm just, nation. I'm just not convinced, bro. It, it's, it's that... It's like that deep with it though. Like okay. because I saw a documentary and I'll share it with you when we when we finish up. But right. it's about an hour-long documentary. And it's a guy that went over there and uh and he's uh he's doing business over there. He's like, Look, people, America, you gotta wake up. This is the biggest investment opportunity in in the next hundred years. Uh. He's just going through all the bullet points. I mean, he's over there, he's showing people, you know, showing us how. They they like I said they built dude they built a building in in a in like a year just like that it take us months to do, fix a road <laughs> bureaucracy exactly man and so you know I'm just starting to try to dig deeper I'm not saying I'm you know pro China or nothing but you have to look deeper at this situation because. There's a reason why Trump is is steadfast on, on, on trying to squeeze these cats. 
Yeah, they getting money. <laughs> they getting money and it's a threat. Again, you know what I'm saying? Like for so long, Republicans and Democrats have allowed these cats to do what they want because I think we were scared of them. You don't um, test the bully, dude. I mean, if you're scared of a cat, you don't test them. You just kind of pander to whatever the requests are, right? You yeah. do backdoor deals. You do NAFTA. You do da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. So Trump and his crazy ass, you know, <laughs> he like, nah. Mm -mm. Yeah. We're gonna make America great again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if his tactics are really gonna work i think it's just too late I, I commend him for the effort i give him an a for effort but i don't i mean tariffs tariffs dog are just essentially it's a tax it's a tax it's, it's, a, it's a tax and, and guess where the tax is going to uh be transferred to, to the consumers us. to us yeah i understand his what he's trying to do optically yeah but yeah. It, it's not gonna work man i i, I think it's we done <laughs> and the way they're going after Africa, the way China, China? Africa, yes, yeah. they yeah. have bought. I do. They're about to take over Africa. Yeah, the number one natural resource place place in this planet yeah. on this planet. Yeah, I tell a lot of people they're saying stuff. You know, you should go back to Africa. I was like, I plan on it. Like, if you don't have plans for Africa, you're going to miss out on the new. The, the, Africa's the new United States in the next 100, 200 years. It's the Absolutely. new Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, America, I feel, will, won't be the same power it is anymore. I think that power is no. going to transfer to uh, Israel in the Middle East. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to have, uh, they're going to be... Uh, Sort of like the controllers of the United States of Africa and have to share that with uh, uh, China. But uh, I, I think that uh, between Europe and uh, China and the Middle East, um, you know, the Arabs, you know, they got the Arabs got North Africa locked down. But um, yeah, I feel like the uh, Africa's the new America. It's like a Wild Wild West. They got this one show, I think, called. Uh, cocaine cowboys or something like that. I forget what it's called. Something cowboys. Mm -hmm. And these white dudes are in Africa just investing and making money. <laughs> Getting it in. Get it yeah. in. You know? And I'm just looking at black folks like, y'all scared of Africa? There's white folks over there snatching up. I mean, how much land is available in Africa, bro? Oh, my God. Like, they giving it away. Yeah. Yeah, and the Chinese are buying it up, man. Yeah. They're buying it up. Gandalf White said, I'm bearish on Africa. I mean, I wonder why he says that. How? Why would you... Some niggas just be wanting to just take the opposite just to take the opposite. That don't even sound right. That don't, don't even. It's the word Africa. White people, when they hear Africa, they think all the, uh, what was that word you said before? The circle of friends or something like that you said? Oh, area of competency. Area of competency. Your circle, your circle of competence. Your circle, circle of competence. Their circle of competence doesn't allow them to see what's in Africa. Mm. You know, so they have no idea what's going on there. They have no idea the amount of money being invested there. Uh, in fact, George Bush has bought his own city in Tanzania, uh, Kigamboni. He Are bought you serious. Oh, I didn't yeah. know this. Yeah, George my, Bush. He, he, my man says Africa still can't handle its own agriculture and textiles thanks to the flood of debt and aid that crushes their lower and middle classes from keeping wealth. But that doesn't mean has, I agree with him. Yeah, I agree that 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 they they're really under oppression. 
primarily by the white man, white by the white man. You right. Know? But that doesn't mean that that's not a land of opportunity. It still is. That's what makes it more of an opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I say, like, this is why people have to study economics. Yes. If you see a depressed area. That's right. an opportunity for investment. Right. You don't right. invest when shit is worth, you know, a million dollars. No. It's too late. Yeah, you, you don't invest in San Francisco. Right. <laughs> you, you don't invest in Bitcoin at the top of 2017. Right. You, you invest, invest now. at the bottom, right? right? So if you say to me, yo, Africa's disheveled, I'm thinking to myself, dollar signs, dollar signs, dollar signs. Exactly. <laughs> I get it on at the ground floor. Right. But again, people hear Africa, they think malaria. They think <laughs> <laughs> sickle cell. Yeah. African tribe. Right. Fat bellies with worms and flies <laughs> in my mouth. Man. And they see, you There's know, some beautiful women over there. Some it's it's a lot, man. It's, it's not that at, at all. It's not. And they hear uh, you know, depression and you know, corruption. And I'm like, can you name a nation where there isn't corruption and doesn't have fractional reserve banking killing it from the inside out? I mean I, 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 I love I love I watch a lot of financial um like media outlets on YouTube and stuff and people and they love to use Zimbabwe as a <laughs> the the just the picture, the post child of hyperinflation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it did happen in Zimbabwe, but it also happened in Weimar, Germany. It also happened in uh South America. You know, it's a it's a whole bunch of places where hyper they love to use Zimbabwe, boy. I mean, yeah, man. Yeah, he, he, uh. so uh, Aircoins Lee, thank you, Keith Drummond. Aircoins Lee said, uh, what are you guys' opinions on universal basic income, yay or nay? Oh, I'll let you, you gonna I'll go, let you, for, oh, you gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna let you go first and then I'll fill uh, in the blanks, like, because I might need not need listen, to add on man, that. It's a it's a unfortunately and it goes back to what we talked about as far as quantum computers that, you know, really picking up in AI. It's a, a necessary evil, bro. Mm. That's where we're heading. Mm. There won't be any jobs. Mm. So you're going to have to have some type of uh, UBI to supplement the masses on a, on a monthly basis. To mm -hmm. just at least get them to just above poverty level, mm -hmm. uh, and um, yeah, it's, it doesn't fix anything because if you know economics, you know if if you're if you add more money into the into the system, it's just all it does is a it's a shift on the curve, right? So all it does is shift price up on the right. curve, right? there's more dollars chasing the same goods and services i so then therefore if i'm a person that produces something on a on a monthly basis and i see cats got more cash in their pocket over I'm time i'm gonna inch that price up and you'll finally get to equilibrium and it's no better than when where it was prior to ubi so eventually that thousand dollars you get a month won't be enough you have to go higher and you have to it's just, i mean it's not a, a good solution but that's the only only route we got bro i so i disagree okay i think ubi is a uh, very communist um i think that uh it's not necessary hmm. i think that 
humans will adapt. Um, people will move into other positions, right? Um, I think that with AI, right? When you have mm-hmm. AI, you'll be able to build more things faster. Yes. And when you have to build more things faster, I think it creates more jobs than it destroys. It's just different types of jobs. You're going to need people to go out and do demonstrations. You need people to sell. You're going to need people to. Um, so here's a job that I thought of that will come in the future. Uh, brain harvesting or mm. thought harvesting. Mm. And basically what will happen is you'll sit down at a computer. You'll attach like this Professor X device to your head and you'll get paid for the amount of time you spend on this device. Almost like doing surveys. And the Interesting. AI- and the AI is just going to analyze your reaction to things. So you look at the screen and it's going to show you like an ugly woman. And then it's basically be- going to calibrate and, and, and kind of transfer your uh, intellect, your level, your IQ. Yeah. So then you take that over, you know, let's say a million people. It can create an aggregate of. But, the, pro- but the problem is that's the problem, though, Hotep. It, it'll only need it one that it only needed one um pass Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it only needed one that's how out that's how ai works so when you when you do ai and you you basically train the ai right so you have a data set that you pass through the function right but what i'm saying is the data set's going to change but they're going to it but ai learns so it's going to be able to pick up every permutation or combination that's ever possible uh you see what i'm saying? saying yeah quickly quickly and, I don't, and, and so so i'm a firm believer that it can't do that it, it can, can bro it can you talk i'm you, you're hearing it from uh te- i'm not saying i'm a, a cold genius or anything but you know i'm you know a little i'm technical it can man but i believe in god and i believe in intuition i believe that humans have the ability to create things that can't be thought of or calculated that's where quantum computing comes in because our brain is a quantum computer. Okay. It is a quantum. It but, literally but is brain, a quantum. But, but thoughts don't come from our brain. Where do they come from? Our soul? If you want to call our it Our conscious that. or whatever. you conscious. Yeah, yeah, some spiritual thing. I believe that the brain, I believe that the brain processes thoughts. It doesn't create them. That's where we get into. And, and I don't, I can't say you're, I can't agree or disagree with you. But what technology does, man, it I remember hearing what's my man name? Uh, Black brother. He's a he's a science. He's an astro uh, astrophysicist. Not um, Neil deGrasse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil deGrasse. OK, he said and this is so true, bro. He calls um, he calls God the the gap the the god of gap or the god the gap of god or something like i forgot how he used but essentially we god is and it goes back to our what i talked about your circle of competency what you know yeah god is always collectively in human nature or in in society god is always right outside of our area of competence right that's what god is right so the more technology moves out god gets god God get put gets pushed further and further out okay so to give you an example you know um like thor and you know back in the day they used to worship the evergreen tree yeah because in the in the in the the snow in the winter 
uh it never it, it was only treated yeah. to stay green yeah, yeah. Like, this nigga this nigga must be a god like, <laughs> what's going on so they start worshiping the evergreen tree uh. i.e christmas that's where yeah. pegging that's where we put so they used to put gifts under the evergreen trees right that's where we get christmas whatever but i just say all that to say our area of where god is the god of gaps or i think is i don't know what it's but our that area is is getting smaller and smaller uh. you know we used to think that lightning was god yeah we used to think that all types of things but as technology grows we start to and i, I believe in god i'm not saying yeah. that I, I i totally believe in god yeah but i think that man as this technology gets further and further man it's going to challenge a lot of people's view of actually what god is right and then I so we start tapping into quantum quantum computers neural networks ai yeah. And they're actually starting to be able right now, they're able to start creating a consciousness mm -hmm. in these in these machines, bro. Mm. Mm -hmm. Really? Yes. They're mm -hmm. creating a consciousness like a a self-aware because consciousness is just being self-aware. Right. Right. For the most part, I'm just in layman's terms. Like it's just being self-aware, you know, that, you know, you are oh, here. Right. You're, you exist. Right. Like most ants and all you know insects and stuff they don't necessarily know they exist they just are programmed to do boom 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 every day every day but uh i don't know what happens when when the ai is able to have a conscious thought man and 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 do and create things out of just sheer creativity i don't know man yeah that's yeah. why elon musk, he's a smart guy man elon musk is very concerned and many others are they see two three steps ahead of things and yeah, people should be concerned. I, I don't feel like. I don't think it's going to take. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not talking about like a Terminator yeah, scenario. Yeah. yeah. You know, but the need for humans will be marginalized over time, man. I just. I feel like natural selection. Yeah. I say. I say. Don't give people universal basic basic income. Okay. I, I say let them die. Yeah. That is a that is that is a solution, <laughs> but that's the that's the hard. Otherwise, heart. otherwise, you kill everyone. Yeah, yeah. Universal basic income that is a hindrance. You, for you sure. make it so that the people who can try to make it out here, you done inflated the currency so bad, you put them on universal basic income. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, and, but, and, then, and it, so then it just creates this super upper class. And then just a, a large uh, lower class, and what, then that's what we have. Uh, what you know, what I, I thought about this, like what what comes after capitalism? Well, we have like, to define capitalism because I define it much different from other people. Right, you talked about this on my show. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I just yeah. I call capitalism freedom. Okay, the lack of uh, bureaucracy stopping okay. you from creating wealth. Yeah. For example, if somebody wants to do hair in their house uh, and you caught with, you know, people doing hair in the house, they're going to put you in jail because you don't have a permit. Yeah. Right. So I would call that communism. And yeah. I would say the lack of that permit would be capitalism. Hmm. OK. OK. Like uh, when you look at uh, Friedman, when he uh, puts a microscope on Hong Kong and how Hong Kong doesn't have restrictions on many things. You know, if you want to go to this dude that say he a doctor, 
and he's doing good work. He don't need a degree or nothing like that to perform on your ass. That's your risk. You chose to go to this crazy motherfucker because somebody else told you he helped them. I call that capitalism, where it's, you're free to do whatever the fuck you want. Mm. Um, I, I hear you. And, you know, kind of going back to the crypto thing, that's how it started. You know, that the, the community was more so that way. And I've seen since 2000, let's say 17, man, um, I've seen a transformation in in a in a in in a in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing KYC, AML, banks, government, taxes, bit licenses, and this and that, and and we're going down what you like you saying communist type of uh, environment here in the crypto community. Yeah, you know. So I think uh, privacy coins are going to be very important in the future. Mm-hmm. They're going to be very important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, somebody in the chat said my idea is, uh, is too anarchic. Um, and when we look up the definition of anarchy, it says uh, utopian and the lack of government. Um, I think people are afraid of people. Um, and the thing is, um, people are fear for their safety. You know, they they believe that the government protects them. The government don't protect you, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If somebody won't pop you, you could get popped. Mm-hmm. Though. <laughs> Matter of fact, you know, the government gonna pop you. They the ones that's gonna kill you. <laughs> They're the ones that's gonna yeah. kill you, bro. <laughs> exactly. You know. So, um, you know, uh, Mises Institute did, did some research on the Wild Wild West, and the Wild Wild West didn't have government yet, but it was super safe because everybody was strapped up yeah. and. If you did something that the community didn't like, they hung your ass at high noon and yes. pop popcorn about yes. that shit. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. You allow people to govern themselves. And um, I believe that if the absence of police were to occur, people would just hire private security and private security would do a better job than police because police are just really trying to work for their salary, whereas private police would be dictated by the market and they'd probably get paid really fucking well. Yes. And do a they- better job. They will be getting LeBron James numbers, <laughs> which they deserve. Yeah. Yeah, which they deserve. Um, I, I agree. I agree. But uh, I don't know how that – I mean, I agree. I, I overall agree with you there. Um, I think um, I think uh, if we didn't have police um, – first of all, we already don't have police in the hood here in Detroit. And uh, we we police ourselves. They just come after the fact. Right. <laughs> they come to see. They come to do a report. Uh, okay, let's see. All right, call the coroner. You know, <laughs> yellow tape this bad boy off. Ch- chalk it. You know. But uh, I think if more people were like you said, militant, had guns. I'm very. I'm a promoter of guns. I have a lot of guns. I think that is is a check. It should be a check and balance situation that will happen there yep i think so yeah i look at government as being very terroristic i mean when we leave the house we got worried about getting pulled over by the police absolutely (laughs) i'm not worried about another human being harming me when Mm -hmm. i leave my house i'm like i hope the cops don't fuck with me Hey man that's me on a daily basis man (laughs) i got my stuff limoed out so that's yeah. another. You can't have your windows tinted. It's a it's safety issue for when the cop pull comes up uh, side of your car. I need to see who's in. 
Man. And then the Supreme Court, after the Parkland shooting, they basically said that police aren't obligated to protect us. Wow. So when they say protect and serve, nah, like they're not protecting or serving. Wow. The only thing that they're protecting is the government yeah. <laughs> and, and, and their and agenda private, and private property. They're not, yeah. you know, when they say protect yeah. and serve, they're not protecting people. They're protecting private property or constables. That's what they are. What do you mean by that? What, what do you mean by pr protect private property? Um, banks. Okay. Um, you know, uh, okay. commercial property, you know, things like that. But they're gotcha. not here to protect the actual individual. Mm -hmm. They're here to make sure people don't overthrow the mayor. <laughs> gotcha. That's, gotcha. That's what they're protecting. They're protecting the establishment. Um, so I don't look at government as, I think government screws everything up, man. I think people did just fine without government. I think that the way people in Arizona live, uh, they don't want to live the same way as people in New York City want to live. People in Atlanta don't want to live the way New York City people want to live. So, you know, you got to have you got to allow people to govern themselves. And when you have a federal government that tries to tell you, oh, you know, you can't smoke weed or you can't have a certain possession of weed and this shit grows from the earth. That's a problem. That's a problem. But the the the, the issue is, man, like it sounds good on paper. But the execution of it, I'm just still not convinced can happen. I don't think it can actually happen. Execution of what? Uh, free free markets, a, a a what you call capitalistic, a, a true capitalistic society. What are the hurdles? Uh, us. us. <laughs> what do you mean? Us? Like how? We we again, it's human nature to collude, to corner markets, to um, because in a free market resources aren't going to be dis distributed equally right? right it just is what it is right in, yeah. in in the universe things it just doesn't work that way so you have a you have a collection of or a group of individuals maybe even happens randomly and and not in the same area but over time those individuals that seem to uh, are talented at extracting wealth from the system Will eventually come together. They'll it'll kind of be like a slow group, you know, and they'll just all finally come to. Oh, you rich too. Oh, you got cake too. Okay, all right, man. Boom, boom, boom. Now we now with money comes power, comes control, and they they just it just groups up and and they'll collude and they'll you'll have a a government, you know, and you it's it's it just happens, man. I, I don't yeah I don't I, know. I agree that collusion. And uh, a higher class and lower class is inevitable. There's yes. always to be somebody smarter, somebody bigger, somebody stronger. Right, that's inevitable. And the market should it should reward that person. Correct. Right. My issue is that uh, that's natural. Right. People shouldn't fear that. You might have to step your game up. You might have to hit the weight room and get a little bit stronger if you want to compete. My issue comes in the fact that uh, if we got rid of the bureaucracy, people wouldn't need to buy water. They wouldn't need to go to the grocery store as much as they do. For example, you got a woman who uh, put a garden in her front lawn and they told her to shut that shit down. Now, I can self-sustain myself. For example, Kanye, what he was trying to do, he was trying to create, you know, self-sustainability in California. And they told him his domes was too high. You see what I'm saying? You see how like government will restrict people trying to compete. 
Absolutely. That, so you'll have, you're always going to have that top guy. It just yeah. seems like government comes in to slow everybody else down from competing with the top guy. And it's the top guy that's influencing the government to create these restrictions, as we saw with the hemp market. Mm. With the hemp market, hemp was legal. And people, yeah. you know, you could grow hemp, you can make your own food, you could, um, I mean, your own clothes, your own plastic, your own home. My so, boy smoke, he, my boy smoke hemp down in, uh, <laughs> right. I didn't know that was a whole thing. Like you could, he was smoking a hemp joint. CBD. Yeah. I was like, what? Right. But it's, it's, there's like a thousand things you can do with hemp. You can make plastic yeah. out of yeah. hemp and it'd be biodegradable, right. right? Right. So, what the chemical companies did was they, I think it was Dow um, or uh, DuPont, uh, mm -hmm. they came in and they lobbied to get it, um, to get uh, hemp made illegal because people were self sustaining themselves. They didn't need to buy their products. You see what I'm saying? And then that's how the, the chemical companies became these large chemical companies producing things like plastic that we don't need that actually kills the earth. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why I feel like removing the bureaucracy actually levels the playing field. It does. There's no restrictions. If Juanita, think about what Juanita got to do to have a, a business to do hair. She first got to get the license, right? She got to go to school for that. Now, you know, all these black women know how to do hair from the day they born, yeah, right? Absolutely. This is in our culture. We created yeah. that industry. Right. How you going to go to a white man and tell you how to do black hair? <laughs> that don't make no sense. Mm -hmm. Now she got to go get a shop. You know, nobody got no money for no shop. Right. You see what I'm saying? Now that money's yeah. going back in. Then she has to follow these safety regulations and cleanliness regulations. If she was able to trap out a house. She might be able to rise herself out of poverty so she don't need UBI. A computer ain't going to be doing nobody's hair, dog. No, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think it's the God complex in us, man. We 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 want, and I'm saying God complex is it collectively, we want to be able to, to control people. Right. Collectively. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? And it just, it manifests itself. In, in 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 government bodies you know look at, look at prohibition a lot of people don't notice but during prohibition there was a certain type of group that was allowed a certain amount of alcohol legally then i didn't know that yeah because of their religion they were allowed that so they became the bootleggers and they controlled the alcohol industry wow yeah so once they took control what, what group was this we're not allowed to say <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be, what that, would, that wouldn't be kosher okay <laughs> uh, okay i get you Dre. yeah so at that time they lobbied to get alcohol banned and prohibited then said look we need this alcohol because it's part of our religion you guys are oppressing us so the government said look we're going to allow you to have a certain amount so because they were have, allowed to have a certain amount they started bootlegging it then once they locked down and cornered the market, they said, okay, you can make it legal now because we done cornered the market. And yep. so that's why I'm like, give me anarchy because it seems like the bureaucracy is much worse. I agree. I just think that anarchy always ends up evolving back to, it's like a cycle. It ends up always evolving back to what we have today. It, and it just, yeah. and maybe we rebuild and do it all over again. Like I, that's why I say, that's why I say 
anarchy because i really feel like anarchy's never had a hope right it's never been tried like people say socialism has been tried i say no anarchy has never been tried show me a time when you've seen anarchy mm, i'm not a big history buff so i don't know i can't but be, me personally i don't know i don't know a time it hasn't existed um for a large group of people but is it but is there a reason why we i mean the closest, to, thing, the closest thing we had to it was the wild wild west and the wild wild west was quite peaceful like right. that's the closest thing and like people think of the wild wild west and they think like gunslingers it's like no that's really not what was happening it was actually safer in those places than it was in places where you had police and you know whatever whatever um it was very low crime mm. because people are able to govern and protect themselves when you install right. government government say you're not allowed to have his gun yeah which makes the bad guy go, oh, look, I got more suspects. I mean, I got more um, more victims to make out Absolutely. of people. Absolutely. I feel like anarchy resets things. Like you said, it's probably going to evolve into government, right? Again, because yeah, but it needs a reset. But you're, you're saying it just it needs a reset. I, I agree with you. We need a yeah. reset. We need and a I reset. Feel like, you ever read Animal Farm? No. You got to read Animal Farm because Animal Farm starts off with like a set of rules mm -hmm. and then it starts evolving. Like it says uh, animals good, humans bad. Right. Then it evolves to like uh, animals good, humans bad, except for this. And like all these amendments kept coming. I yeah. forget what it was, but yeah. it just kept amending. And the, and the people that who couldn't read kept looking up like, didn't that change? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Do you know the term entropy? Uh, yes. That's when the muscles stop working. No, 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 no. no. In, in science, I don't know, maybe for medical it is. But in science, en entropy is the universe is is in, is in the entropy type of state, meaning um, everything goes from um, organized to chaotic that's the that's yes. the order comes out of chaos that's the direction of the universe that's how it it goes from order to chaos it never goes from chaos back so basically i could never unpour a cup of coffee the molecules can only go from in you know in a cup of coffee pour it out yeah i can't reverse that you know in real life i mean mathematically you can but you really can't do that but I think that's just a way of of of, of the, the universal law, man. We go from organized, everything is kosher, everything is Gucci, to chaotic. Yeah. Every time, man. I have not seen yet any type of scenario in, in a civilization, you know, scenario where we've we've just stayed like Gucci, like good, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just always bad. gets messed up. It just goes from you know good to bad. Yeah, envy, and that's and that's 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 part of the reason why I like separation. You know, um, black people stay at white people, bluebirds with bluebirds. We like needed, we needed, we need that. We need yeah. that again. I mean, it's not, it's not sexy. It's not politically correct, right? Um, but uh, and I'm not saying that white people should hate black people and black people should hate white people i just think we should we should uh we should synergize with our like-minded as far as culturally like-minded people and it'll be much easier for us yes yeah we suffer from a lot of mental illnesses that we as black men suffer from 
Um, a, a whole bunch, man. Businesses would be better because we wouldn't have to worry about competing with the other side because there's more of them than there are us. So if we go into a business, into a free market, into a market, I won't say free, but we go into a market as a black business owner, we're competing against a bigger group. We're a subset. So we're by by definition, we're not going to be able to compete on the same level as as them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's why communism in China works is everybody's Chinese. <laughs> I agree. When you yeah. said that, man, that was powerful right there. I'm going to steal that <laughs> one, bro. Yeah, that's that's that's, our, that's big. That's why I feel like you know communism can't work here, and um, I also feel like the United States is strong because it is the United States, right? So each state is technically its own nation, right? Mm -hmm. And we're uniting the nations mm -hmm. under this thing we call the United States. And separate, we're strong. Together, we're weak. I believe, mm. um, because. Let's say we get uh, black people, white people, Indian, all everybody in America under one culture and one belief. It's much easier to inf infect the organism with a new ideology that way than it is if everybody has their own ideology. Then you have to go around to each group trying to infect each group. But if the groups are small and tight knit within their own culture, they're harder to usurp and they kind of insulate it. Agreed. I agree. I agree. Can we get back to that, though? No, I don't think so either. I think uh, people and, are and get, and look, it goes back to the whole the whole concept, the theory of entropy. Right. We started that way, at least here in, in America. You just take the subset of time, a slither of time in history where we're talking about blacks here in America. I don't care if you think some of you know some of us majority of us were already here or whatever whatever the case might be i'm just saying like back in the day we had black wall street you know all these various areas where blacks correlated or uh, coalesced and grouped and and had black economics and it was it was fine but once you once the entropy starts and and we start spreading out and mixing that's when the chaos it goes from all good and that's for that's for them too it's, it it goes both ways it's not just for black people i'm talking about for white people too it would be better if white people were just with white people and did business with white people yeah they would have a better quality of life and not have to be stressed when they see a black person and get all palm sweaty and is he one of them on the, from the news or is he one of the other ones you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, everybody's afraid to be honest today because of PC culture. Yeah, absolutely. I'm from Detroit, though, man. We 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 real we we pretty real out here in the city. I think black <laughs> people have. A, I think black people have a certain privilege where we can talk about this stuff, whereas a True. white person talks about it. But I it. want the white people to talk. Like I yes. want them to talk like this because I know they think it. Yeah. I'll be telling them, put your white hood on, Speak man. Up. Have some pride. Hell yeah. <laughs> Speak up, but man. They Tell us about job. them black people that live in your neighborhood that's bringing a value down. <laughs> Tell us about them. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they're afraid of the consequences that come with not being. And there peaceful. are consequences. There are. I feel sorry for them. There are consequences. I do feel man. bad for them. 
I do. And that's why they run to us to be those mouthpieces. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's why the Candace Owenses of the world is so popular because she's saying everything they can't. Yeah. She's a yeah. mouthpiece, you know? Right. And, um, it was funny, man. I was in, uh, I was at the cigar lounge with my buddy. He's Chaldean. Um, we think on the same playing field when it comes to politics. He's a business owner as well. Actually, he became my friend because um, he was my uh, my client first. Uh, okay. Did a lot of work for him, website development, marketing and stuff. But uh, we were at the cigar lounge, and his brother, this brother, came in, mean mugging out the gate, just mean mugging and stuff, right? So he ends up sitting next to us, and we we're talking about Trump politics, and we like, yeah, yo, this is X Y Z. Like Trump is doing this, and that's why I like this. That boom, boom, boom. So he's like grilling me, man, like for real, grilling me. Do you know this dude got up and and moved into another room? Black dude? Black dude. Black dude. You disturbed the spirit. I did. But the thing is, it's like politics is another mechanism to divide us. You know what I'm saying? We once again, going back to entropy, we were once on the one accord. We're all Republicans behind uh you know uh martin luther king jr and we we had a clear focus we had a clear plan not yeah. saying that republicans today are are better than them i mean they are but i'm not like <laughs> i'm ag i'm politically agnostic to be honest with you right. it's just that right now well actually since for maybe last 10 maybe last 10 years 12 years i've been pretty i've been leaning on the on the republican side with most things um mm -hmm. but don't get it twisted they're not for us either i'm just right. saying you know what i'm right. saying right. but uh it is that that political that's that political topic man really divides us man and it's it's sad it's sad yeah, you know when the election was happening and uh, you know trump was whatever whatever getting you know running against hillary i was at the gym and it was an older brother there and you know we got to talking and well, young blood, you know how to. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like young blood. What you think about this out here, man? You think Trump gonna win, man? Da da da. He better not win. Da da da. So me knowing he's a boomer and he can't handle this conversation. You went ahead and hit him with it. You you hit him nah, with it? no. Okay. Nah, I okay. had him. I said, don't worry, bro. Hillary's gonna win. They're not gonna do this because I I couldn't find it in myself. I knew what would happen. He would look at me like I was the enemy. Nigga, I'd be know? out here trolling, dog. I'd be having conversations and just be letting it hang out. Like yeah. it, happened, it happened before too. I was uh I was at a cigar another place downtown yeah. Detroit. And me the thing is funny though, because a lot of brothers are actually Trump supporters, bro. Yeah, don't out people out there don't let the media fool you. Most yeah. of my boys are actually Trump supporters. Mm -hmm. but it was an old head like you said in your example he was uh sitting sitting on the on outside we we're all smoking and, and stuff we were all you know me and the fellow were talking about trump and and he 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 was looking over he didn't say nothing for a while then he just had to he said he said man he said man you 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 really like that scum you like that white <laughs> you like trump come on man you you 
you gotta be joking me. You like Trump? I'm like, yeah. And so I start breaking it down. Yeah. When you break it down to them, instead of how Democrats do, they yeah. speak in vagueness. They speak yeah. in, you know what I'm saying? They speak yeah. in real, uh, yeah. ice, you know, yeah. real grand, broad, esoteric type of, you know, it's all, it's never specifically. Yeah. You got to hit him with the facts, man. And he well, had nothing to say. Like, he just. Well, that's what I do, too. The gym just wasn't the place. Like, I came in there for a workout. I'm like, I really don't got time to be, like, red pilling this nigga right now. Right, like, right. I can't right. really get my workout on. Let me. And he came to get his workout on. Right. And I know, I know if I start this conversation, my workout getting pushed back an hour. I was yeah. there with my homie. My homie know how I get with these conversations. Right. Like, let me respect my homie time. Yeah. You know, because yeah, he want he just want to work out. That's the best thing but, to do. Uh, what was... I like to do is uh red pill my Uber driver. Mm. Most time, most likely they're gonna be liberal. Yeah, most so likely. I've had a, a a bunch of Africans, and uh, uh, I usually chill out for a second, and then I like, how do you feel about Trump? I just I just say it like that. Because it's easier to talk to a foreigner than it is yes. a black American. Yes, absolutely. They're not as indoctrinated. No, nope. they're not at. It's almost like they don't got a dog in the race, right? Whereas black people feel like they got a dog in the race for some odd fucking reason, right? You know, so they're more willing to listen. So you know, I had this one uh, African driver, and by the time the ride was over, they was like, "Yo, I'm gonna look into this shit. You making sense?" <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, look, you just got here from Africa. I'm trying to let you know the Stilo for real. Yeah. Don't get caught up in this shit because nah. they trying to divide the nation. Yep. They are, trying man. To, that's the biggest thing behind they Trump. They have, though. They It's not tried, man. They have successfully. I've watched it. It's so bad, bro. They've divided blacks and whites and whites and whites. <laughs> you got whites gang the. They be so gang with it, man. Like, I watch Fox yeah. News and stuff. They be on there going crazy, bro. The Democrats are just, this This impeachment process is a, is a uh, just bad for the Constitution and da 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 I'm sitting up there like, dang, man, it's bad, bro. Yeah. And I look, at, I look at Black people as being the front lines, like the Civil War, when they put us out there on the front lines to die first. I feel like the liberals do it to us and the conservatives do it to us because sure they both do. Yeah. Because technically, you know, because we can we can say things. Liberals more than conservatives, though. Absolutely. Liberals yeah. more than conservatives. Absolutely. Um, and I feel like this is very much a white war. And this is say our asses about it. Yeah, this ain't <laughs> our, this, they got shit to do with us. It like, really don't, bro. Because like, it's a lose-lose anyway, it go. <laughs> For us, man. Damn. Hey, when Trump said, "Hey, what do you have to lose?" I was like, "My nigga, <laughs> my nigga, I'm voting for you." He said, "What do you have to lose?" I said, "Right, yep, right. I ain't got nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose, you know." Mm, but mm, mm. I feel bad for us when we are so emotionally involved in this because when you look at what the conservatives are complaining about, it ain't about the black people. No. When you look at what Nick Fuentes and the Groypers are doing and Charlie Kirk, that shit ain't got nothing to do with black people. No. They gripe is white on white. Yes. This is our opportunity to let white people hash out their little civil war while we rebuild our brokenness. You think it's going to get... It could possibly get that far, bro. A civil war. 
Well, I, I mean, when I say the, civil war, I don't mean it in the sense of guns and violence. You don't think it? it you don't think it'll get that far? I think it could. The I Democrats. I've never seen a group so vile, so yeah, they're bad, man. They are a threat to yeah a lot. Of, like it's crazy, man. It is crazy. It, I, is. it, it could really because this whole impeachment thing is 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 it is unconstitutional. They're using they're using impeachment in a way that it was explicitly written in the in the Constitution or whatever that we weren't we what it wasn't supposed to be used in this manner for political sabotage. Mm. That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's what they're Absolutely. doing. Yeah. And so it's um, a high it's a high watermark. This is a watermark a uh, 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 moment in, in 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 America's political history because because now anything goes mm-hmm. I think I think mm-hmm. now any side can use this level of uh, this strategy to try to derail a the other side in a political fashion rather than using it in the way impeachment processes are supposed to be used yeah yeah and, and it just goes back to the corruption of the left and how corrupted they are and the other oh thing God, is bro. the impeachment things are uh, very much a money game why you say that um well recently is a story published about a record-breaking number of uh donors donor dollars that came in for the rnc just because of impeachment when you got congresswoman uh uh, Talib selling impeachment T-shirts. It's a, a huge indicator that this is a money game. You know, this is also revving people up for the next election to increase participation. This is uh, something great for the media to monetize. The media is that's where all the money comes from. America is goddamn true. Media. True. You know, so as long as they can keep us glued into this thing, because. Think about what it takes. Usually, it takes like a little, you know, school shooting to get people to talk about this stuff, or Trump. Oh, you shoot. mean the the one yet the other day? <laughs> well, all all of them though. But yeah, <laughs> you know, usually they try to do that, and I feel like impeachment. This is very much a publicity stunt. It's bad, man. It's so bad, man. I actually look at the evidence. I'm looking, and I I don't know. You on Twitter more than me. You're pretty big on Twitter. I don't know if you saw the hashtag trending. Was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? Impeachment day. Mm. You see that hashtag trending? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I went through and looked at those comments, those threads, bro. People are so brainwashed, and most of them don't even know what's going on. They have no, they haven't looked at, they haven't done any research, any due diligence, in any in, in any form or fashion, and they just going with the narrative. I can't wait. I'm so glad today we're starting the process to impeach. Trump and people don't even know what impeachment is like impeachment is just having hearings and stuff about, you know, it's not necessarily even if you impeach a president doesn't mean he's leaving office. Idiots like learn what impeachment is. Right. So. Right. It's, it's so. Crazy. So you brought up something. This is the last thing I'm going to ask you. And, you know, I'll close up for the people's um, Earlier, you were talking about uh, how the black guy couldn't even sit around you. He had to leave. Right. So let's talk about the emotional ramifications um, or the emotional investment of the black Mm -hmm. community um, based upon false pretenses as it relates to Trump. Yeah. And and 
the, the, the consequences of this, mm. the, the the missed opportunities from this. What do you what do you what do you think about more that? so missed opportunities in my in my opinion? You hit it on the on the head right there. Uh, miss, missed opportunities, bro. You know, so I mean, you look at the stats, you know, whether they are inflated, rigged, or whatever. I don't, you know, whatever. But you know, blacks are more employed under his uh, presidency than uh, than ever. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's a good. It's it, him being in office is a good opportunity for blacks to really get their stuff going and their businesses going. And it's, it's a more of a business friendly administration for all. Uh, you know, um, he's done stuff with the, with the, um, the prison reform. That was huge. He's even done stuff for, uh, that was a 180, by the way, that was, he was going the complete opposite direction on prison reform mm -hmm. when he first started out. So, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, he's done stuff for, as far as, uh, historical black colleges to get more funding. It's so much, um, that even, even non black topics or initiatives that help us indirectly i think as well i.e border you know trying to clamp down on this illegal immigration that's taken away from jobs that many of us can have uh if we can get that under control a little bit better i think that's a good thing it's like hey come over here just do it legally we don't have a problem with you coming over but you can't come over here and and just take up resources not pay taxes and take all the money and just freeload and, and, and benefit. And really it does us injustice, meaning blacks. Yeah. Black male, like we below them. Right. <laughs> In that yeah. scenario. So um, yeah, what, what you said as far as take advantage of it, I think is what we're not doing. Yeah. I, I hate the fact that it closes off conversation. Right. So, you know, you as a brother, you'll say, hey, you know, I don't have a problem. You don't even have to say, yo, I got a MAGA hat and I'm a Trump supporter and I, I entered the MAGA challenge. Right. You just saying, like, I don't have a problem with this administration. And without inquiry, you're uh, you're accosted. You're accused yes. of wrongdoing almost. Yes. By yes. your own people. Selling out yourself. You sell your sell out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah when instead and, and i feel like it's closing off dialogue absolutely so then it's dividing the black community too and it's yeah. and hindering us from evolving yes because if you're not allowed to so for example like the indian community the women and the men and the children separate the children they go play the women they go talk woman stuff and the men they sit down and they talk now the men are going to go and they're going to argue politics right and they're going to organize and they're going to say, look, 50 percent of you go Democrat. The other 50 percent of us are going to go Republican. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or they'll say, look, we're all going this way. And then next time we're going to all go that way. Right. But they're organized. Yeah. If you can't have discussion, you can't organize. <laughs> Correct. Because you don't know what you don't know what the other side is thinking. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. So with my man, him just getting up and leaving, I don't know what, I don't know what, what I offended him, you know, what, what offended him that I said, I don't know what his viewpoints are. I don't have a chance to rebut, have a rebuttal, uh, none of that. So that was a lost interaction for me to learn maybe something from 
his viewpoint and you know for him to learn from from my viewpoint yeah yeah you know yeah i'm around uh, my aunties and stuff and you know i'm the i'm the crazy uncle that goes hotep at thanksgiving mm-hmm. that always wants to talk of politics or socio you know problems or whatever i want to have serious conversations i don't want to sit around and talk about basketball wise and sports right that's what my family i grew up like that like, like we used what? to like we used to it was like five of us six of us five of us in a bungalow you know we lived all together in the hood we weren't um poor but we were working you know working class black mm-hmm. american uh family in in detroit but uh we would have that's what we would do we would debate we have uh family debates in the living room yelling yeah. screaming but it was just that so that's why i like having conversations and probably why i'm good at just having and carrying conversations on because that's what i've done all my life since a little kid i've had debates conversations with with my family you know what i'm saying and and able to absorb other thoughts and viewpoints i'm not scared of someone else's viewpoint on anything mm-hmm. i'll sit down and talk to a kkk member Help me understand what what the hell you think. I like. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's man shit. Yeah. So yeah. let's let's have a conversation. I don't run this internet stuff, man. It's so soft. It's made people so soft. They can't. Yeah. They can't. They 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 run at the at the sight of any type of confrontation. Yeah. You know, with my family, the men what will debate right. Mm-hmm. And then the women will get annoyed. Y'all too loud. This, mm. that, change the topic. Mm. And I feel like that's bad, right? Mm. Because the women hear the name. Like, I've had auntie be like, I don't want to hear that name. It's just like, yo, y'all let this dude affect you that much? They do. They can't even say his name. So then it prevents the men from being able to construct and, and plan our community. Think about, like, how often you might get with your family. It might be just at holidays. Right. So if the few times that your your community gets together, you can't strategize and argue and debate, how do you mobilize? And I feel like it's mostly black women who are affected by this Trump thing. Yeah, I just told you, like most of my bros are open minded, even if they're not necessarily fully on board with Trump, they they there's some level headedness with it when it comes for the most part. You know what I'm saying? But the women. Most women, my wife, with the exception of my wife, my wife is definitely on, like, she's she gets it. But that's, mm. I mean, I married a person that would. That's how it should be. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, women, man, that's that's a big, a black woman, to see a black woman even want to de- debate or discuss Trump is, uh, is a rarity. It's, yeah, I don't see that much. Yeah, I saw, uh, the, uh, I think it was TPUSA or some campus conservatives were on a campus and they're basically getting, you know, not physically assaulted, but, you know, their paraphernalia was getting thrown out. Um, their propaganda was getting thrown out. Their table was getting flipped over. They getting this, cut. This, that's that's what I'm saying, bro. Like these Democrats are literally a terroristic group, bro. It's, and it's getting worse and worse. Right. But when I looked at the crowd, you know who it was? All oh. black women. Mm. It's all black women. And I'm like, it really, because it, somebody asked me, I didn't see the video. Somebody came to me and say, what do we do about this? What and me as a white conservative, what do I do with situations like this? And my response to him was nothing, right? Like there's really nothing you could do about this, you know, unless you want to start shooting shit up, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but 
you know, there's really nothing you can do. You're you're facing a media conglomerate that's mobilizing and radicalizing people. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, that, that, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I literally can see this forming into a civil, like, a, 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 a actual kinetic civil war. Yeah. Because these niggas, dog, these Democrats aren't going, they're, they're violent. You don't ever see the, 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 the conservative side doing this stuff, man. No, nah, you don't. Like, they don't care. They're too busy working. Yeah, they're they're violent. They're combative. All them turn yeah. all those uh, adjectives, man. Like, and I feel, I feel, I feel helpless, right? Because me as a quote unquote black man, I have my word weighs very little with a black woman, and Correct. the white man's. Cor- the, the white man's word is everything, right? Mm-hmm. So if I was to be there while they were assaulting these men and try to even mitigate and play middle ground, they'd say, you know, I'm the demon. I'm siding with the racist or something like that. And even if I try to talk sense into them, it'd be very difficult. And I feel very helpless because I want to tell them, like, look, all this hatred and emotional problems you got, didn't originate from you it originated from mainstream media and mainstream media has never done right by black people so it makes no sense for you to take that word as god and and, and it's really it's really uh um sad nowadays because we do at least now with the internet bro you can just with a click of the mouse a flick of the wrist you can find out more information bro it's not like 30 years ago where all you had was abc nbc ubc whatever you want to call it (laughs) you didn't have the access to information to find out further people are just literally lazy yeah Uh, but you know it even comes back to the fact that uh asking them to review opposite facts uh, they'll even be resistant to. It's almost like putting a MAGA hat. For example, I had an argument with uh, a feminist the other day. I was on the phone with my friend and her sister was there. and Her sister wanted to chime in on the conversation. She said, you know, black women have been oppressed uh, all throughout history and all time. And I said, where? And she started naming all these countries. And I said, can you show me in Africa where this is happening? And she said, pre-colonialism or post-colonialism? I said, well, we know what's happening post-colonialism. Point to it, pre-colonialism. Right. Show me the evidence, because my evidence shows that we had matriarchies in Africa and women weren't oppressed on the African continent. Our culture was uh, more harmonious. We didn't subjugate women. And so I said to her, you know, I'd love to see your point. Show me the evidence where women were subjugated pre-colonial ever. And her response was, I don't got to prove nothing to you. Here we are trying to have a very decent conversation. And instead of just, you know, a level-headed person say, look, let me gather my information. Let me research that. Right. Give me your email and I'll send you some materials over for you to read. That's how I would do it. My point here, check this information out. But she knew she didn't have that evidence. So she resorted to like an emotional reaction. Yeah. Saying, oh, I don't have to prove myself to you. And I'm like, well, why'd you hop in the conversation? I wasn't even talking to you. And I didn't say exactly. that because I didn't want to escalate it. But right. Right. This is this is what I'm saying. Yeah. The information is there, but they're so programmed to dismiss and not even investigate it. No, yeah, you're right. 
and you lose it that's a lose lose for us that's because they're going to continue because they cut you off and, and and that you can't have that what we talk about that dialogue they go on believing what they want and they go on believing that you are a certain way and it's a lose lose it's a lose lose and I feel like black women be, be are getting taken away from us, man. Mm-hmm. I remember I went to a Trump rally, and uh, the only reason why I went to this Trump rally because it was organized by a black dude. Okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't have went. Okay. And uh, his name is Derek Gibson, and he organized. And he said, "Hotep, can you come speak?" And I was like, "I come support you. I'm come supporting you. I'm not coming to support Trump. I'm coming to support you because you right. asked me to do this." Right. So I went and. Uh, we're walking and you know people are yelling and saying expletives towards us and this black woman walks by and she's hot you can just tell she's boiling and she's just yelling at us and the black she's with her man and he's literally grabbing her and pulling her away like shut the fuck up she ain't got shit to do with you like leave them people alone and that was a euphemism for me where we are right now in our relationships with our women where they are like controlled over here worrying about this thing and a black man is like we don't gotta worry about that worry about us mm-hmm. we spend an energy on something that don't even affect us and it right. looks and we so helpless because we don't want to give up on our women but they're so invested in this shit, and it's just like nah baby that's not it mm-hmm. and I, I agree feel, i feel so bad for dude you know I agree. Like, yeah, it's, it's 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 definitely an issue with the black women, and uh, man, they are being taken away because they're they're getting uh, they got the they got the carrot dangling in front of them, bro. They're getting all the good corporate jobs. They're starting to make all the money, you know. So you can't yeah. tell them nothing. The VCs are gonna hit them heavy too. Yep. The VCs money is going straight to the women. It is. So the men won't even be able to provide no more. We're gonna nope. create that chaos again. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. Great conversation today. Absolutely, um, bro. Always a pleasure, man. Anytime. It was, I'm sorry to people with uh I was hoping for a debate with Bitcoin Zay. Bitcoin Zay is traveling and uh his laptop is uh getting repaired. He couldn't uh, travel with his backup laptop for whatever reason that may be, but um hopefully we'll be able to come back next Friday. And have that debate with uh crypto yeah. blood and bitcoin zay will talk store of value and means of exchange so i apologize to the people for that um and but i think we had a very very productive conversation i enjoyed our conversation today you have any closing thoughts no man i mean people can check me out on twitter uh at crypto blood underscore check out if you guys are looking for um you know to trade automatically uh check me out it's uh, like i said my site cryptoblood.io all the performance is clear transparent you can see you know all the trades i, I actually report them uh monthly um so yeah check me out cryptoblood.io got apparel over there too got some shirts and stuff but uh yeah that's it man yeah i'm gonna lock in i'm gonna lock in i'm just pull this up i'm about to add it to my favorites right now it's gonna write in my crypto folder boom done and done um that's awesome man thank you for coming through thank you to everybody that uh tuned in today hotep augustine with 499 super chat he said miss most of this uh but i'll go back and review crypto blood gets a follow after this i love this brother's mentality hotep keep talking at hotep yeah absolutely man thank you for tuning in hotep augustine check out crypto blood and make sure you check out um he uh interviewed me for his podcast there's some 
some Gary V drama in there. Or yeah, we ain't even get a chance <laughs> to talk about that again. It has to be <laughs> yeah. next time. Man. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we gonna do it again. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have more conversations like that. But make sure y'all check that one out. Me and um Hotep Jesus Crypto Blood Podcast. Have you talked um, to him since? Nah, that man, when I said in that tweet, I said to him, I said, it's okay to tell people that we came from money. I ain't heard from him since. Damn. Starving him. He don't, yeah, you got him on that one. You yeah, eat through them. You eat through them. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say nothing about that. Yeah, I didn't know, man. man. He went to a black, he went to a historical black college. Did, Did you know he? that? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. He went to a historical black college, man. So that's why. So he been on his culture vulture shit. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, is it his wife? Is his wife black or white? Is she? I don't know. I don't know. Wife. I don't know much about dude. I just know he be telling people he he ate ramen noodles when his parents was millionaires. <laughs> man, uh, but um, yeah, man, great conversation. Thank you for coming through. This was highly productive. If anybody yeah. missed anything part of the stream, y'all know what to do, man. Hit the replay. Watch the replay, man. I see y'all. Yeah, hit that thumbs up. Subscribe. Holla. <laughs>